I'm Louise and welcome to the Not A Podcast podcast. You know, grab some food, get a drink, put your feet up and just have a conversation with me for the next half an hour. So I'm going to start off with a topic that is quite near and dear to my heart, something that I've spent many hours thinking about actually. It is, are we living in a simulation? She, the first time I thought about this topic was about in year nine, where I th- I want to say it was a Vsauce video. I I I want to say it was Vsauce, where they were speaking about, are we living in, a, in like in a simulation? And I to this day I still can't believe that I let Vsauce Michael question let me question my life, because he was saying how um, I still I can't really remember, but he was saying about it's like a VR headset. Like imagine we're like in the future and we're reliving our lives that we've lived already but this is all like code or that just that, that nothing is real nothing i don't want to get into this but i want to get into this there is a movie called the truman show that kind of tackles this idea really well in my opinion i i love the movie one of my favorite movies or films or whatever you say movie pictures i don't but basically the movie is about I everyone should know what the treatment show is about it's like the well, not a plot twist but it just really makes you think about your life so it, actually if you've not watched it I'm gonna give you some some time to like google it or, or don't like you could just sit here in silence with me staring at each other you done no okay You should be done now. Yeah. So, in the movie, it follows this guy called Truman, and from a like from he was literally a fetus. He was scouted to be in this like, groundbreaking TV show where they monitor someone's life and they follow him around. Like they just dictate his life essentially. It's kind of like a social experiment, but also it's a bit twisted in a way because how do you come back from that? But I'm going to just keep moving on. I'm going to come back to this in a second. But within the movie, everything that happens to him happens to him for a reason, which is what I was saying about how life, which is what I think, like, everything happens for a reason. Yes. So when he was younger, his father was taken away by the sea. Now I didn't, I didn't giggle at that i giggle when I, I watched a video essay on it and they were like his father was taken away by the sea and i don't make it sound like the sea had a plan to kidnap his dad <coughs> sorry <laughs> sorry but it was a bit like okay so that happened to him but that um experience gave him the fear of the sea which was quite um important to the tv show as um, when you get past the sea, then it's like in a big dome, a really, 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 really big dome. And from like, the sea connected to the walls. So if you ever touched the walls and saw that it wasn't sky, he would be a bit like confused. He'd be like, what is going on? So a couple of years later, he's like a grown man. He has a wife and he's going to work one day and he sees a man that looks suspiciously like his father. He's like a homeless man. And he's thinking like, he kind of looks a lot like my dad. So he tries to follow him, but everything happens. So like a car goes in front of him, bumps into a bike car. Two people stop him and they're like, good morning, Truman. 
oh good morning and he sends a talk to them as he's trying to like watch his dad go by then his dad just disappears but um the audience kind of knows now at this point the audience aren't privy to the fact that it is a tv show i think if there's like little um like it's alluded to but you might just think it's really cool camera tricks or whatever because there's like hidden cameras everywhere like in people's ties and people's hair like there's just hidden cameras everywhere so he goes to work and he's still thinking about it and he kind of tells his wife and she's like oh truman you're so sh- silly and stupid you're an imbecile just kind of like deter him from ever like trying to look for his father so at the end of the movie um like stuff happens oh uh he meets this girl in college it's like a really big one he meets this girl in college and because it's not part of the script so they're like talking and he's like trying to like seduce her and the producers come and they like it's like the secret service they take her away and put her like in a car and she's telling truman she's like truman don't listen to them it's a tv show they're like profiting off you and he's like okay (laughs) that was weird right guys and like throughout the whole movie you can literally see how they are monitoring him and i think that kind of ties in like it's a very big allegory for the human condition you can look at it in the way of religion or look at it in the way of just like the the pure human condition so in the way for religion i would say that truman is hashtag jesus because you know in the bible i don't know if anyone read the bible i went to a catholic school i went to a catholic primary school catholic high school and we did have this conversation like in primary school which i didn't think helped but it'll be like was everything predetermined and i do remember speaking to my um my teacher assistant at that time i was like in year six and i was kind of coming to terms with what religion meant to me and she was like why don't you believe in god and i went i'm not saying i do or i don't it's just i don't think i should listen to someone that i don't know and she's like what do you mean and i was like i understand that there was probably a higher purpose i don't know where i came out with this i should let you guys know that um my dad used to make me watch nat geo wild and like different tv shows like that so i was quite like an educated child i was like wait i was like way i was big more flipping brain i was big brained so like i would come up with these like think pieces that would make my teachers kind of go what why did why did she say that why did she say that she's she's nine why did she say that so we were speaking about it and i was like i don't believe in god i think religion does play a part in people's lives but i don't believe in god and she kind of looked at me and she went but why and i was like i'm literally 11 i don't have the answers but i did say to her like because we're talking about the big bang and i said i don't think god caused the big bang i do think it was science but i think something might have triggered it to create life and she was like but it was god and i was like we are not having this conversation you were like what 45 to being with an 11 year old get a grip get a grip wait i'm gonna try this out get a grip 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 thank you i thoroughly enjoyed using that that is that is a fantastic thing i got a soundboard i didn't pay for it it's free i'm not putting money into this (laughs) but um there's like a bomb a gunshot and a click click listen um I love that and the gunshot. 
just one singular gunshot and a bomb. Whenever I say something really cool and epic, I'm just gonna... Period. That's, that's so period, I love that. But, um, yeah, what was I talking about? Yeah, so we were talking and she was debating with me. Like, I had debates with everyone, and like, especially teachers, because I would just kind of like ask them questions about like life and they couldn't they couldn't know the answer but i think adults do this thing where they try to make it look like they know the answer just say just say you don't know the answer we'll both be fine i'll probably go research it on google or something but um oh yeah back to the conversation at hand so the truman show could be an like (laughs) an allegory for religion in the sense that truman is jesus and Jesus' life, in one essence of it, was completely predetermined. He was put on this planet, or put on Earth, or whatever, whatever you believe. But in essence of the Bible, he was put on Earth to literally die for humanity. And almost everyone he met, everyone he talked to, helped him somewhere in that journey. Was that help him develop his own beliefs, his own morals, his like, like his belief system, essentially. Like, people try to say that... I know there's a thing that's like, Jesus hates the gays. I don't think he would. Let's be serious. He wouldn't hate anyone that's on the fringes. He helped lepers, you know? Mary Magdalene, his, like, hashtag bestie, was a prostitute. I don't think Jesus had time to judge. He was busy literally being the main character. He was he was going to go save humanity. And in the way of his life being predetermined, it's quite similar to Truman's. Obviously not the same thing, but... In the essence, there's someone that's higher than him. Oh, Jesus. Jesus was technically God. Someone, or someone watching over him, dictating his moves and helping him, but also keeping him within this contained narrative. Or you could look at the Truman Show as an allegory for the human condition. Not the human condition, but like human life. As in some people, some philosophers kind of look at it as human life is predetermined you meet people when you're meant to meet them uh things happen with them that are meant to kind of help build you up as a person because when babies are born they're just like empty shells and it's up to life it's up to society it's up to the parents to kind of mold that baby all babies to mold the baby into like an adult and have them like have them have likes dislikes they're gonna like you know do you know what i mean like it's sort of just how it is, how it's always been. And when it comes to the Truman Show, I think it's quite similar to the human condition in the fact that, no, well, if it's quite similar to the whole simulation argument, because he literally was living in a simulation, he was living in a simulated reality, which I think is quite cool, but I, I hate that idea at the exact same time. So when it comes, again, with the Truman Show, are we living in a simulation? I probably don't actually know. I don't know. Because I remember me and Ekimini, hi Ekimini, we were on top of the hills. I think we were filming something for that short project and the short film project. And I remember looking up and there was a kite, like a, like the bird kite. And I was just there and I was like, there is no way, there is no way you're real. There is no way. Like when you think about it, what, what, is, what is it? What, why did it have to just... Like, it just rides the wind currents. Like, I understand how the wings work, but I was like, we're living in a simulation. Like, there are things that happen in in life that just make me think, 
that this life is a simulation. It's just weird, like, when coincidences happen. I don't know if people believe in coincidences, because some people do, some people don't, in the way that, like, when you're meant to meet someone, you meet someone. But if you take away coincidences, then it kind of implies that life is all predetermined. Which is so, like, mind-numbing, because if your life is a a simulation or a predetermined simulation, there's no point in ever making a decision. There is no point. There is no point. Because what's the point of making a decision if your decision isn't a decision that's going to impact you? But then there's also the thought that you had a, you made a decision at that time to do this. Do you know, I feel like this conversation, it's so like expansive and I can't talk about it in one podcast episode. But it's just... It's just crazy that we've always had this thought, like, since the beginning or since, I guess, we were able to understand that you could simulate life. Because, I mean, The Sims 4, there's that whole theory where it's like, we are The Sims and there's, like, a higher being kind of playing the game for us. And if that's the case, that's quite scary because I like to think I have autonomy in my life. I like to think that I make my own choices. But if we are living in a simulation, what's the point? I'm going to say that we're not living in a simulation. But you know what's weird? Animal evolutions. Why are they built like that? Like, um, was it Charles Darwin? And he was studying... I can't remember the name of the animal, but it was a bird. And how the bird evolved in different places. That's like... That's crazy. Like how, in our genetic code, we are just designed to adapt to whatever situation we're in. Or like environmental physical like just those kind of that kind of stuff but i thought this came across my mind about um was it charles darwin i cannot remember now it it literally slipped my mind but i'm gonna move on to the next topic which is actually I'm, i'm gonna do a better segue than that better segue i'm sure charles darwin procrastinated sometimes this is the procrastination i'm talking about procrastination right now because that conversation was kind of hurting my head i it's like asking a mouse to comprehend human speech it's just it's just not gonna happen but i'm gonna move on to the next topic which is problems with procrastination especially during lockdown um i am a massive procrastinator um, I might seem like I have it all together, but I actually did procrastinate filming this exact episode of the podcast. Wee. Well done, well done. Nice one, nice one. Really cool. Really cool one, Louise. And um, I guess from the end of sixth form, because I'm, I'm a kind of person that I need rigidity. I need a schedule in my life or else I can't do it myself and I think that's an issue with the school system because from the ages of like since nursery I'd say since the age of like two three I've had my life structured so when I was like two or three I'd wake up have a bath eat brush my teeth and then do 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 that two-year-old stuff and then go to nursery then nursery I would just kind of have full reign then um primary school came around and would have like a timetable so on this day we'll be doing this 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 and this then sit then high school came around and it was way more structured because it had to be like you have to be in science in s7 at 
uh, 1.15 or else you're going to be in trouble. And I was that kid that would always be on time to lessons because I was so scared of like confrontation with a teacher. Because like, how are you going to back yourself with a teacher? I backed myself one time, yeah. But I guess like sometimes teachers just like abuse their authority just because they are able to give like to get you in trouble or have you lose respect in your classmates eyes it's just not nice i don't think everyone's built to be a teacher but with procrastination i would always leave my schoolwork to the last minute i remember i don't know if i can talk about this but i remember in year nine i procrastinated my coursework for my gcse statistics I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I can talk about this, but I procrastinated and like, it was really bad. I had to dip into some extra time because I just didn't, it was like a, like a statistic, I hate maths, I hate maths. But um, that's like a big problem I had, even in like primary school, I would just procrastinate. I'd be like, I'd rather watch Charlie and Lola than do this bomb ass spelling homework. Like what's the point of homework anyway i just don't think it it teaches like that it teaches children and like teenagers or like people of a school age when it comes to homework that you should always be working in your free time which can lead to like detrimental mindsets because i do kind of self-sabotage myself i was about to self-sabotage this podcast which is quite meta i know this this podcast looking at me like baby girl why you're doing what but I I did like all my self-sabotage I was like I'm not even going to bother going on Instagram or the podcast page but I was like I can't do that I logistically can't do that and that is like helping me make neural pathways in my brain when it comes to this stuff because if I'm able to combat procrastination and combat that emotion of I'd rather just not then that's going to like make that emotion and that feeling stronger in my brain so next time I'm like I'd rather just not no I, I, I think I will I I do think I will. I think I will. That was misplaced. I'm sorry. That was misplaced. But um, yeah, procrastination. And I guess that during lockdown, that feeling has intensified. But I guess it's the fact that, um, well, for me personally, um, the fact that I have to make my own schedule. I try to work out. I actually do work out semi-regularly i try to work out at least like once or twice a week but sometimes i don't because that feeling of i'd rather just not overtakes and that's a thing with me that's a thing i need to work on and i'm still young and i like i'm going to uni in september so it's like i have time to kind of pick up the slack and but on the other hand i think that schedule is what I need because I've been kind of I feel like I've been spiraling these last couple of months like I could just oh TikTok 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 that is a big a big issue that I think a lot of us battle with tell me why this is how I know we are living in a simulation tell me why you watch four TikToks it's been two hours four TikToks four five TikToks it feels like four five TikToks and it's been an hour and it's dark outside and you can't really do much for the rest of the day because it's dark outside which is not an excuse louise it's not an excuse but that kind of stuff like time go time flies fast when you're having fun why i want to enjoy the moment why must you be going fast why why do you have to go so fast 
or when you're bored life goes so slow and I'm like that makes no sense I want to enjoy time with my friends and have the boring bits go past but I guess in the boring bits that's when like you actually have time to kind of think about life but when it comes to procrastination and that godforsaken tiktok app I deleted tiktok um so this week I had two auditions well uh one interview for UAL and one for central like rural central school of speech and drama I hate that name I hate that name and I will let them know I hate that name it needs concising they call it RCSSD that's still longer that's still long you're what just do something else with it but um I procrastinated so my central edition in my head had more weight because the UAL um intro like it was interview or just like us on zoom having a little kiki little kickback and just like talking and the lady did say she was like um I think you'll fit in right and I think you'll fit right in here that's what I'm gonna say so I was like thank you for telling me more you had like more um I sorry that interview went quite well but with central they gave me the email like um about two weeks ago I got the email no a week ago a week ago I got the email a week ago on Tuesday I got the email and they said prepare your speech prepare to both of your speeches your classical one and your um modern one and I didn't I politely declined not the email but um just doing any hard work and that luckily um my memory is quite good in terms of like when I store a monologue or anything in there it is it is in grade it's not shifting i memorized my phoebe monologue from as you like it about a year ago and i still remembered it and it made it a lot easier to to like to not to like but um to understand no that's not even what i'm looking for god it made it easier to learn relearn the monologue because i already memorized it and another monologue from this play called electricity and that was fine but that was the one I didn't really know luckily the people on the interview were like okay yeah you can stop here and they gave me like notes they said like um when you're doing your classical not classical your um, contemporary monologue can you imagine like they because the character she's quite like all over the place and I explained that and they said what is chaos because there's a line where she's like um in here points to her mouth nothing in here points to her brain chaos and they were like what is chaos here and I explained what chaos was to me and they were like okay where are you in relations to chaos and I was like what do you mean by where am I I'm in my room and they were like no 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 like (laughs) where like are you in a hall and I was like oh in my head I'm like in a big school hall like an assembly and everyone's talking but there's like colors and songs stuck in my head and I said, imagine you're somewhere chaotic. And my brain went to Nemesis Inferno and Thought Park. I do, I, that ride is quite, that is quite a good ride. And I was like, I'm nowhere, but I am at Nemesis Inferno. And they were like, what? And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm, I said exactly what I said. I'm on a roller coaster. So they made me say my monologue while, like, on a roller coaster. But, like, they were like, okay, so imagine you're on it 100% then go to zero percent but like no but at ten percent you're not really moving much but you're still on the roller coaster and i was like ah i get it i think that went quite well but if i didn't procrastinate 
that I mean it's a lucky thing that I kind of memorized the monologue anyway for the original audition but it could have been way worse I could have forgotten the lines completely it's a very good thing it was on zoom very good thing it was on zoom and that's the thing with procrastination it makes you feel like these really big and really important um things in your life or like things you kind of have to do aren't as important as laying in bed and saying on that godforsaken tiktok app i think tiktok should be banned but there's something off about tiktok and the algorithm i doesn't sit right with me but um i think I don't know what I think. I have nothing in my head at the moment. I don't know why I said I think. I don't, I'm not thinking. But I guess that, like, TikTok has kind of helped me survive lockdown, topic number three, in the way that I learned so much over TikTok about um, myself. Like, I know people, it's going to sound so cheesy, but, like, I learned about, like, a lot about my own sense of style a lot of activism actually on tiktok there's a lot of stuff that i didn't know before tiktok like about how most nursery rhymes are kind of suspicious they are kind of very much suspicious like um eeny meeny miny mo catch a lima eeny meeny miny mo catch a biased toe that was that's quite dark i'll let you research that one so it's quite dark but when it comes to like surviving lockdown in relation to procrastination, I don't know. I cannot remember anything from like March. I know I did try to make a TikTok, but I was like, this ain't this ain't for me. I don't. And I think the comments, seeing people who look like me, like their comment section was just like filled with hate. Like if they had like quite sm- if they were quite small, it would be quite a nice um, comment section. But if like they got like bigger. Or just be like hey and I, I just don't want that kind of energy in my life so in relation to surviving lockdown tiktok really helped but also like i when they said um we had to like socially isolate what i thought in my head was i can't even use snapchat to chat to my brethren that is the stupidest thing i think i could have thought because i was like i can't even use snapchat to speak to my friends i can't even use instagram i have to socially isolate so i was quite scared when it comes to lockdown and i went louise you're you're an imbecile they mean like physical 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 and i was like oh my god that happens quite a lot to me i'm quite clueless in the way that like if you say something like to the point i'll believe it to the point like i'm quite gullible in some aspects um my friend patrick he he's the one person he could tell me something and i'll believe it he convinced me that at the end of animal crossing there was going to be a genocide and like tom nook was going to be like the main villain i believed him i did not play animal crossing so i was like that tom nook is sus i got animal crossing and that actually helped me survive lockdown i got a switch but um yeah i think the ability to escape into a different world my island is still at three stars so mind your business but even able to kind of talk to villagers put a smile on my face i'll wake up and i'll be like i'm gonna talk to flo flo is my favorite villager i love flo and paolo <gasps> paolo i love paolo he lives in like dirt he's so endearing he's so endearing he lives in dirt and um he has like bugs on the floor he's he is such a great person not like he's an elephant oh my 
he is one of my favorite villagers him and Flo they just like put a smile on my face like instantly which is um fine questionable I don't know I'm not gonna get into the psychology of animal crossing or anything but I'm going to end that conversation right there I'm gonna go into my questions so on Instagram I did ask if anybody had any questions I'm gonna make it a questions and advice situation because some people did ask for some advice from y'all's truly y'all's truly so question number one this is I believe it's from Joe so hi Joe thank you for listening thank you for submitting a question his question was if you weren't going to drama school what would you do I said, <laughs> I said um I write out the question um if you weren't going to drama school what would you period but what would I do um when I was younger I think about not younger but more like year 10 or 11 before I knew about drama school I was going to study history and before that I was like dead set on being a doctor which is like fine but imagine me being a doctor I don't even want to to think about that it's when I realized that I don't have a passion for anything because I said I wanted to be a doctor but I didn't have a passion for it I wanted to do history but I didn't have a passion for it and it was about in year first year first year when I realized oh I could study theater but I didn't want it to be practical so you know how there's like a level um like like a level acting or like theater or whatever and then there's b-tech I um didn't know there was a distinction between the two so I was gonna kind of stick to something more academic this is something I had to like kind of come across myself but I was gonna do philosophy history and English lit at A level and if I remember to bring in my my um GCSE my like statistics when I would have been able to do four A levels so I would have done like um history yeah history philosophy uh I would have done theater and um theater and did I say history already was it history philosophy I would have done psychology I was gonna do A levels that's it like I didn't have any thought of doing any b-tech I was like b-tech that's trash then um that's why I still stuck with um English lit English lit was my last one so I would have done history philosophy like literature and theater that's what I would have done at sixth form but luckily I did not and it was in first year sixth form I kind of realized oh I could pursue drama school it was when like the auditions were coming around for um for the second year so when we when we were when I was in first year uh, when the second years all started going off to like university I was like where are you guys going and they're like I'm going to bed to study dance or I'm going to Italia Gondi to study this. I'm going to, um, flipping, I don't know, to study. Or I'm going to Bath Spa to study theatre. Like, I was like, wait, you can, you can do that. So I haven't got to study history. Boom, I was sold on the idea. So, um, that is it. If I wasn't going to drama school, I would be. I, there's no way in my head that I wouldn't go to drama school. Because I feel like, um, sixth form, ah, back to the first conversation everything's predetermined if i went to newman sixth form so in like year 11 i had a big falling out with my like group of friends like the first group of friends and i was gonna follow them to go to newman 
and I'm kind of happy that we all fell out because I discovered myself in a way that I would never ever have discovered myself if I did not go to Luton Sixth Form. That's it, that's, that's like period. Um, so in that way, is life a simulation? I don't know. Um, but I think that I would have gone to drama school. There would have been some way for me to go to drama school. If I did uh, theatre at Sixth Form, Miss Devaney or... Miss Devaney? Or oh, Miss Everston. Miss Everston! She, she's sick. Um, she One of them would have been like, hey, you should probably think about drama school instead of like going... You should think about drama school instead of going to university and I that would have like made me realize but I think because I've been doing dance since I was little I've been acting since I was about like I used to go to Sylvia Young not like the school but like Saturday classes and that was really fun I made a lot of good friends there that I really like I still respect them to this day which is like double thumbs up I haven't spoken to them in like a long long time but I still like I still consider them really good friends but um yeah I would have been going to drama school regardless I think that way how my life planned out I would have found out about drama school that's that's just something I'm really passionate about though like theatre so next question when did you decide to make a podcast so um my nieces the lovely lovely beanbags themselves were staying at me and my mum's house because like we were babysitting and looking after them and um Lani the, the youngest one she's she's great Lani had kicked me in her sleep as I was falling asleep and I was so mad I was so angry I went you know what fuck this I'm making a podcast that was genuinely my thought process and that is the worst thing on the planet I was so angry I was like you know what I'm making a podcast if I'm awake at 4am I might as well make a podcast I might as well do something and that's what I did I just made a podcast in that in my rage I sat there, I edited the, well, I, I made the um, font, not font, I made the cover, the cover for the, not podcast, podcast, well, not podcast, and then I made the Instagram, and I made a post, and I decided in that moment, I'm making a podcast, that is it, that is the big story, but also, I've been told by people, and I was just saying it, just be like, but I've been told that I should start a podcast because people like to hear me speak which is which is their prerogative and I was like mm, no if I can make a bag off this I can make a bag off this make a bag off anything and I do appreciate those people in my life I'm not just saying that just to say that but I I think like expressing myself in different ways so we just probably started a YouTube channel and that would have been way worse I think I might end up starting a YouTube channel or something one of these days but um, I used to make videos and just like have them for myself i remember in year 10 i made a oh this is atrocious i deleted it from my ipad so i could download anime but um it was me kind of speaking about that summer and i was like reenacting attack on titan oh my god and your line april what else was i watching back then attack on titan your line april. i think those are the two main ones i was watching tokyo ghoul i think yeah and like I was speaking about them and I was speaking about the definition of the word weep. I wanted to I wanna punch myself in the face. But you know, like I still think about that and I'm like, the confidence or the lack of it to ever post it anywhere. So um that's how I decided to make a podcast. I was in an angry rage at my niece, who had woken me up, and I was awake at like 4 a.m. and I made a podcast. 
Next question. This one is quite um, controversial. My answer on this is very, 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 very controversial. But um, never eat anything with chocolate or potato. Now, Karina. This, this is, this is quite easy. I hate chocolate. I don't like chocolate. I do not like chocolate. I tried to convince myself that I loved chocolate, but I really don't. Um, first of all, it hurts my tummy. Second of all, what is up with the consistency when it melts in your mouth and it sticks to the roof of your mouth? Y'all enjoy that? Y'all are fucking with that? Is that what you're geeking over? I love hot chocolate though, but I can live without hot chocolate. I have to be in the mood to have hot chocolate and I put oat milk in it and oat milk just doesn't hit the same sometimes it doesn't hit the same as like just normal milk it's like you tried your best but it just tastes kind of oaty but potatoes my mom makes a banging potato salad I love potato salad I'm gonna ask her for potato salad today because it's just so like um it's very neutral tasting but the mayonnaise she uses oh I love mayonnaise hellman's the squeezy one don't use that in the potato salad use the one the spoon one not spoon one the jar one to give that to me don't you dare because the squeezy one doesn't have the same um depth of flavor i use the squeezy one for like chips and burgers but the the um the jar one for like potato salad i will there are tears in my eyes i love it but I'd rather not eat anything with chocolate because chocolate, to me, is not that good. Now, this is the last question before I end the podcast. Um, this is from Carl. And Carl always has the most interesting, thought-provoking questions. How many socks are too much socks when it's cold? Like, is it okay to wear two pairs of socks? No. No, it's never okay to wear two pairs of socks. Just get an extra thick pair of socks. Like, I don't just just get just get a pair of socks like a thick pair of like what's the heat warmers ones the um heat holders those i don't but when i did go skiing i did wear two pairs of socks the first time a second time the second time because it was freezing it was like minus 50 degrees fahrenheit i might be lying it could just be like it was snowing though we were in america and i wore two pairs and I should have worn two pairs of gloves too because I almost lost my fingers. That was fun. That was fun and dandy getting frostbite. Have you, you um I remember one of the teachers warming up my hands on the hand dryer and me just crying. That feeling of blood coming back to your hands. I'd rather just not have fingers. That's cap. I respect, I respect having fingers, you know. Everyone does what they want to do, everyone has fingers, you know fine it's fine fine and dandy but i don't think you should wear if it's too thin socks you don't deserve feet too thin socks don't deserve feet if it's too thick socks or thick socks with thin socks on like underneath them then yes but um the issue i always had with two pairs of socks is um the feeling of them rubbing together that is not a nice feeling and people are able to overlook that which is fine that's their own prerogative but why i don't like the feeling of two pairs of socks and i might lose respect for people 
if you make it apparent to me you wear two pairs of socks that's it i might lose my i might lose all all like all respect yeah i lose it because it's a feeling of anything rubbing together like fabric i look i hate the sound of fabric rubbing together i hate the sound of paper rubbing together it just sends me over the edge so to answer your question yes two socks are too many get a thick pair of socks if it is cold where you live like in england you get thick socks oh but then sometimes i don't go underneath the shoes hmm Hmm. i would say it's okay to wear two socks but don't like make an everyday thing you're wasting your socks don't make it an everyday thing but with that i'm going to end the podcast right here thank you for listening for the past about 40 minutes follow the instagram follow the podcast on spotify or anchor or wherever you listen to your podcasts i don't have anything else for the podcast um what else can i say have a nice day everyone i'm gonna go get my car fixed because the the door and the windshield wiper they're just not in good shape but thank you for listening to the podcast have a very safe saturday or whenever you're listening and again thank you for listening goodbye goodbye everyone bye bye